the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. We're actually joined by a guest this morning because we just got a new little puppy. Her name is Bureau. She's a Pomsky. So if you hear any whining in the background, we'll apologize for that ahead of time. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that took me by surprise when I was hanging out with my little nephew. And he was with my dad, and my dad told me to ask my nephew what he wanted to be when he grew up. And when I asked Ripley, I was shocked by his response because it was nothing to the extent that I was familiar with when I was a kid. Typically, kids wanted to be police officers, firefighters, astronauts. I wanted to be a singer. What about you? I wanted to be a professional football player. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm Mm-hmm. And his response to me was that he wanted to be a hacker. (laughs) And I was like, a hacker? And I was dumbfounded because, first of all, for him to be that young and to even have an ambition to say that he wanted to be a hacker was one thing. But then I got to thinking, like, how would he have even known about hacking to begin with? It's, It's crazy to see kids nowadays, they really want to, or they're so knowledgeable about computers and technology and to even understand that I'm sure he learned it from like a YouTube video or something like that of like someone online hacking Roblox or something yeah but it's crazy to me and it's also something that I thought was worth mentioning on this show because if that's the ambition for a seven-year-old kid like who's to say what will happen when adulthood finally sets in for him yeah, that's something it's, I mean, the the career path in which like to become a hacker and to learn coding and, and that type of stuff is, it's becoming more and more predominant nowadays, especially within college campuses. Um, I know a lot of people, they don't want to be specifically a hacker, but like computer programmers or uh, software builders, stuff like that. Yeah, and in his response, I think a lot of why it was shocking to me is because he wasn't saying hacker in the sense of like working for an intelligence agency or like doing it for the good side. He was saying it on the complete flip side of that. And Ripley is very much into like superheroes and villains and, you know, pretending to be them and always in character. And so for him now, Having And of course, like he's only seven, right? But this is a discussion that I had to sit down and have with him about what is a hacker? Why do you want to be a hacker? And having this discussion with him, I think, was important because had I not, I don't know that his dad, my brother, would have sat down to have that conversation with him. And those are the types of things that I think it might seem like a minute and a, a small detail, but... Those are the small seeds that I think are being planted in today's generation that need to be corrected. Yeah, that's definitely something like having an understanding of what that truly means and and saying, oh, absolutely. And the, the support of nature of being a hacker, but also there's a healthy way of doing it or a, a good way of becoming one. 
And another thing, too, is when we think about, we don't have kids, Clint and I, but when we think about kids that we're around or that we've talked to, I don't hear kids talking about wanting to be a police officer, for example, because all that kids have been shown, especially someone like my my nephew, he's seven, who has seen TV and seen everything about policing and, you know, all that they're hearing, and you mentioned YouTube, is the bad things that are being portrayed in the media about law enforcement. And it's not the hero saves the day that it used to be. And I think that with the compounding issues of defunding the police and so forth, we're going to see a dramatic decrease in the the lowest generations that are upcoming with the endeavors of wanting to be a police officer, with the exception, I believe, of generational law enforcement. Yeah, I think with with the attention that the media presents and, and kind of all the negative aspects that are only shown within law enforcement, it's going to continue down that path. I mean, it's already hard enough to hire new officers, and, and I think it's just going to get progressively worse. Yeah, and this isn't to bash teaching or any particular profession, but when you think about the supportive factors, too, of when we were kids and you wanted to play professional football and I wanted to be a singer, we might have a homework assignment that would say something along the lines of like, draw what you want to be when you grow up or what do you want to be when you grow up and write us a little story about it and things like that. And from just at least our educational system as a whole, and I've seen it from not only going through it when we were kids, but I've also seen it from the, the workplace side of things, that type of support and encouragement is not there either for those types of professions. Well, especially nowadays, schools have turned into a political platform for teachers and for just that environment where it's grooming kids to continue going down whatever route. (laughs) We have a very rowdy puppy right now. (laughs) This is our first time bringing her up in the studio upstairs, period. And um, yeah, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it's such a big change when you bring a new animal into your house. And I'm sure everybody, as you're listening to this, you you've felt that too. And I know for me, when we first brought her home. When I first brought her home, I was by myself. There was so much angst of, of bringing a new puppy into the house. And I brought her over to my dad's house. It was my brother's birthday. And he walks in and he's like, you got another fucking dog. He said it just like that. And it's like, well, this is, this is our third dog. And, you know, we had three dogs until Bella passed away. And it just, it warms my heart and brings us both, I think, so much joy to have that introduction of a new puppy and then to be able to have, you know, just a, a little baby that you're bringing into the house and, and guiding it and then teaching the other dogs how to be a family with this dog. So I think it's such a special thing. And I can't imagine life without having a dog. I know that when my mom passed away and we got my dad a dog, it completely changed the game for him in terms of his loneliness. He still suffers from bouts of depression, but by having that that one introduction of life and having another spirit in the house with you, it makes such a big difference in your overall quality of life. So I hope that everybody who's listening to this has a dog. I hope you're not allergic to dogs. I think, oh, I can't even imagine not being able to have a dog for those reasons. So now we're going to teach her how to be essentially a cattle dog, a ranch dog, and introduce her to the horses. So we'll see how that goes. And um, hopefully she won't grow up to be a hacker. Yeah, it's, uh, she's so sweet. And it's something that 
I think in this entire episode, it's just seeing, you know, setting ourselves up and our, our kids up for a good future. And it kind of goes hand in hand with us bringing in a new puppy. It's setting them up for a, a experiential future. Yeah. So I hope if you do have kids that you're having those important discussions around what they want to be when they grow up. And I understand how different it is now versus when we were growing up and when we were kids. But I also think that even if you're like myself and don't have kids, but you have an opportunity to have those discussions with a naive and a developing mind, it can be incredibly valuable for them as they get older. And of course, not to step on any shoes or anything like that, but just adding value. I'm finding that the older and older that I get in not having kids, the more important that I do find um, that maternal nature just to be able to add value in that way. So I hope that I've been able to do that for you today. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.